everybody it's your boy franklin crocker from the franklin crocker show you could have been listening or watching any show in the world right now but you're here with me and i truly appreciate that Hey, buddy, it's your boy Franklin Crocker from the Franklin Crocker Show. In this episode, we have my brother from another mother, Omega Red. Yo, this dude has done some amazing things in the industry. Um, we're talking about hip hop. We're talking about managing, producing, uh, consulting. I mean, he's actually a musician. I mean, what don't you do? As a, I mean, I should have went the other way. What don't you do? <laughs> What I don't do is sleep. <laughs> Dog, you got all the energy in the world, man. Welcome yeah, yeah. to my show, man. Nah, it's an honor. I, I'm really, I really appreciate it. It's a long time coming, man. I'm honored to be on your show, my brother. Dog, yo, what's funny is you and I <laughs> met probably about. It's, it's, I think it was the summertime. Yep. At a, at a, at a networking event. Yep. Um, and at the, at the Rose. Yeah, at the Rose, and you and I hit it off really well, and mm-hmm. then we found out we had a connection that was really dope. Mm-hmm. And the connection that we had, I'm gonna play something a little real fast. Yo, Maestro, hit the button real fast for me. Uh, uh, let's go. I don't hear any music. Nope, I'm bopping, but I don't hear. I, I'm, I'm front like I hear something. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Pause. Uh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep popping because remember we're gonna edit this anyway. Oh, you put it afterwards? Okay. Uh. Yeah. Nope. Uh, I'm pretending, no. I, I do this when I, I'm pretending like a. Okay. Rewind it. Can you run it? Run it, let it run. Let it run. Yeah. Okay. Younger mother used to take me to church every Sunday. Told me God had a plan for me. Even though I didn't listen, get the olive oil, she had to put her hands on my head. You know about that olive oil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. blessings. I know you out in the streets being adolescent. Quiet, sing another hymn, words from the reverend. Subconscious days in my cerebellum. Life, trials, tribulations. I come home past curfew, up waiting. I'm your only son, always going to your baby. I'm so high in my eyes. You know that I'm hungry, tender, loving care. After the rainstorm, always comes a rainbow. I'm so thankful, I know you, my angel. Play games on the sidewalk. Battle Wav was a tough walk. Uh. 
You lost one son to the streets The pimp game put him in the ground six feet Anything for your kids, no hesitation You raise your kids, kids, another generation Talk about my grandma right here Tribulations, miss you so much, grandma, you were amazing Everybody came to your house for a safe haven First grandson told me that I was your favorite Kidneys fail, dialysis made your body frail and you passed away After the rainstorm always comes a rainbow I'm so thankful, I know you my angel There we go, to the bridge, to the bridge, to the bridge this is when you know, that's when you know when she hits this, when she hits this, that's when like, oh, that's, that's not what someone Oh, Donna. When you're feeling Angel. Down, when you're lost and blind, I can help you see. Everybody who lost one And everybody who didn't realize they had one It don't matter your faith or religion We all one day gonna see the king Have you ever, ever, ever had a feeling That should be your watch, watch from a distance Go to bed and dream, have visions Guess what? It must be an angel Angel, angel <laughs> Yo Fire, 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 dog Fire, yo I listened to this song, so I was in the gym today, right? And I probably played this song. I must call it probably four to five times. And every time I played it, I heard something different in the song. And it, like you said before, it gave me that inspiration. And I thought I made a, a comment a couple of days ago when I actually it was yesterday. I always do a throwback Thursday for my uncle Frankie. Right, right, right. And at the end of my my content, I put "Thank you, Uncle Frankie. Keep looking over me. You're my angel." And then I played your song today. I'm like, yo, it's like it's it's not by coincidence, man. Dog, this song is amazing, man. Thank you. So, so the thing is, it's like it's been kind of bittersweet. But um, when I actually sent her the record, and when she uh, we got started getting the studio to record it, she's you know she changed the lyrics up a little bit. She was just like, uh, "I'm gonna say I'm gonna be my angel watching over you." Okay, you know. But she knew she was sick and she was passing. Ooh. she knew. So it's like, oh, she's prophetic in that way. Got like it. that's okay. that's how she is. Like. That record came to her in a time when she knew she was Passing sick away. and she, yeah. she was gonna she was gonna pass away. Got it. And she's like, I just want to switch this over. And but she's like, you got the hit record. So 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 me writing that record, like demoing, sending to her was like God sending her a message. Like this is gonna be my last hoorah. This is so I have mm. this is the this is the this is the record is the last record she's ever she's the last record she's on. Oh do, oh my goodness, I didn't know. So you how how long ago after when you made the record did she pass? She passed away nine months after that. Oh my goodness, man! So yeah. I, I can see why that's bittersweet now to you in, yeah. in that regards. And I remember Donna Summers being the the queen of disco, pop um, icon, pop icon. I remember I actually have a picture, and I got to show you one day of her and my <laughs> Don't uncle. You show me nothing crazy. No, 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 no. Her, her, no, her, her, my uncle, Donna Summers, my uncle, my uncle was Frankie Crocker. Yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot I, of they, they, there's a picture with them both. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. I got a couple pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, so it's dope to see. You know, we're following. Not saying I'm not saying following in footsteps because I'm not gonna say the footsteps, but they laid a foundation out and for we, both of us. And we chose to go to do, the, yes to go their path, and it's a legacy. And it's funny because there's a song real fast. I'm just gonna sing a real quick line. It's from Hamilton. It says he says um, my mother was a my mother was a, a genius. My father commanded respect, but when they died, they left no instructions. It's a legacy to protect, mm. and that's what we're doing right now. We're protecting a legacy that yeah. they passed on. Yep. 
And it's a great legacy. And again, I'm not following their footsteps because we're doing it our different way. Yeah, we have a passion. We're doing, yes. it, our, we're doing it our way, yeah. You know, because again, you know, you come up with, you know, because we're, we're mastering social media, which they never had to deal with. They had to deal right. with their generation of how to become successful. And mm-hmm. we're doing it our own way. Right. And it's great to have that legacy of, you know, of a Donna Summers in your background, mm-hmm. man. And, and I can see a lot of it, dog. I mean, you are talented. I mean, I really appreciate let's, let's that. talk about the instruments you play, man. So I, I play keyboards, you know, but my my go to instrument that I grew up honing was the saxophone. So and I'm also a producer, too. Like, you know, I know how to use MPC and I know how to play chords and stuff like that. But my go to is, is the saxophone. You know what Sax? I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ever uh, is there anything would you, like, did you start in high school? Did you start in like, yeah, I was, in, I was in third grade, third grade. So you in, took it over. It, just, it was so it was natural for you at that point. Well, so so my so funny story. So. I, I don't know, man. I was just I just seen this saxophone on TV, man. I was just this young kid, man. I was a little kid, and it it was just the most majestic thing I ever seen. Like, and I seen how women were reacting to. I was gonna say the same thing because you know <laughs> I remember the cartoons. You get the little cartoons. You get the saxophone. Like, I'm like, Ew. oh yeah. I'm all like, the women were yo, like, they love it. Yeah. So I but I was just like, this this is so majestic. I want to learn how to play this thing. And um, but I guess my mother seen the look in my eyes where like. Oh, he really wants to play this. That's dope. And, you know, my pops was kind of like, oh, that boy don't want to play that thing. He just, you know, waste my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like, you know what I mean? But then, though, after when, once, you know, I got the saxophone and he said, he said, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, one day I just came home from work, man. I heard you playing that thing out the window, man. I, was, I couldn't believe I was, that was you, man. That's dope. Cause man. I, cause I was starting to play stuff verbatim without learning how to read music yet. Okay. That's why I knew I had that. That's what I knew I had to get. When you can do, and I've heard a lot about that similar person too, you know, and this is a great person to compare yourself to is Prince. You know, yeah, Prince, Prince is way. a beast. Like, I'm not on that level. No, no, but, but he but learned, but it was all by ear. He didn't mm-hmm. know, I mean, I don't think he even learned how to even write or, or read music, but. The way he played these different instruments, like it was like a natural talent at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And you seem to have that same talent. Yep. That's, so that's dope, man. So as I, you know, when I got in school, you know, I started playing, you know, you had structure, you got mid band and I did band for a while. Then I got into jazz band and then I started doing marching band. So that brought me a lot of structure and learn how to play like classical music. I, you know, the, the range of music that I learned. You know, it's just my 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 musical opus is is very broad. So when people ask me like, "Who's your favorite artist?" I'm like, "That's gonna be tough because you got you have to break it down. It's almost a finite to figure out real who exactly, it really is." Okay. Exactly because I listen to rock, opera, yeah. you know, Beethoven, funk, jazz. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I like disco still. You know, even yeah. though I was young, but you know, in hip hop, you know, and it's just like you know, uh, I get. Sometimes I get shunned from the hip-hop community because I'm a musician, you know what I'm saying? So they're like, yo, Red, just do this real hip-hop. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, what is real hip-hop? hip-hop? True. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a musician. Like, you trying to tell me to limit myself? And I, I realized a lot of them, had they had limits, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't, so, you know. And that's dope, like you said. And what, what shows in your personality, to me, I tell people all the time, it's like Rico. You are the company you keep. Right. But the same thing, you are the music you listen to. And by you telling me you like all those different genres of music, you're showing how open you are. And it, it, that's, it shows people's personality. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people only listen to trap music. And right. you can see that in their personality. And you can see it in everything surrounding them. There's some people only listen to gospel. You can, Not a saying it's a bad thing, but not. you can see it in their personality. But right. when you listen to different genres of music, you have like, it's almost like different uh, personalities. In different, a sense. different personalities and different uh, uh, world, worldly views on things. True. Cause like you know, I'll go to, I'll be like the only dude at like a, 
like a uh, like a opera, like you know, saying like an opera uh, concert. I went to a um, couple, couple, you know, you know, uh, country. I like country too. Like, I, what's I, what I find funny is the more white people I run into, the more they like we don't like country. And I'm like, damn, for real. And it's funny because you you see more because I mean I grew up not say grew up listening to this person because my mother never played it, but I love Kenny Chesney. Right. And my favorite song by him is you think my she thinks my tractor sexy. I love that song. Right. But people are like, like, yo, why do you like? How do you know that? So I'm like, but I listen to all types of music. Yes, that you're open to listen to everything, and that's and I've always been that way. So actually, it gives me a um, it gives me an edge on a lot of things because I meet so many different people because of music. Music, I think math and music is universal. There's no way of getting around it. True. So I get so me being in music and loving and appreciating other music, I get to get exposed to so many different other cultures. On top of that, like I like I like Bali Bollywood. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like I like if you watch like a, a lot of Bollywood movies and dance joints, like they they're crazy. You see the videos and how they structure and they do their their thing. It's crazy. It, it is a lot. And their of swagger is off the Richter. You know what I'm saying? If you like, you've seen some that's of the. It's I like, and I, that, I take yeah. from those things. You know what I'm saying? And you can pull from everything, and it goes to show also another thing about your personality. Because you have a range of things that you listen to, and you're not pigeonholing yourself to one thing that also shows into your business aspect. You don't put yourself in one box, man. Right. And I love that about you, dog. I'm going to tell you that right now. I love that about Appreciate you. Appreciate that, fam. You have, you're not one of these people who say, okay, I'm only this. Mm-hmm. No, you're this, 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 this. And as long as you put that passion into it, what you do, you're great at all those things. Right. So what I've learned is, um, you know, um, when I do start something, like a lot of people are like, oh, Robbie, you're into everything. I mean, I'm really not into everything. I'm good at a few specific things, but I'm open to learn about things. Dope. And that's what makes me that that's what makes me different, that I'm not closed minded. And a lot of people, what you know, when I moved here to Buffalo, a lot of people were like, you only could do one thing. And I'm just like, no, you, you that's not true. Like you can do more than one thing. But I think a lot of people are used to people not wanting them to do, do one thing, more, more than one thing. Yes. Or people have tried to do more than one thing and failed. You know what I'm saying? And you got you can't look at it that way. Like you're going to fail all the time. You know what I'm saying? So you, you got to just be persistent in whatever that you want to do. And I've been showing a lot of people here, like a lot of people I've met through the years. I've been here almost 15 years now. I met a lot of people in, in business and net, networking and associates and friends. They came close to me. They see that it's, it's, it's able to happen. So I've seen a lot of people transition into doing other things more than what they were just doing because they seen me do it. Right. And that's a dope statement. Yeah. So. And it's funny you say that because I just moved back to Buffalo about two and a half years ago. And Buffalonians, we're a beautiful city, but we are stuck in, we're a one mindset town. And we don't try to take, and it's very tough when you come from, you said earlier, you said you came from somewhere else. We'll get into that. You, when you take something from somewhere else that's bigger than Buffalo and you bring it here, people don't know how to accept that. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pushback. Ton of pushback. But, but what I realized though too, like you gotta, <laughs> I was pushing, like I pushed back too. But, you know, um, like I, I kind of had to do like the Trojan horse type of situation. Like, I, you know, I had to come in and act like I drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you got to you, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Um, be part of different organizations and change things with inside the organization instead of like, you know, barking at everybody. Oh, y'all doing things the wrong way, this and that. And proving to them I actually genuinely cared about their organization and cared about the people. You know what I'm saying? And they understand how genuine we are. Yeah. So yep. once they realized how genuine I was and I proved to them who I was, you know, some people, they kind of disappeared because they weren't who they say they were. <laughs> and then the real ones. <laughs> they, a lot. Yeah. The real ones, they stuck around. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And be like, you know what, Rob? 
I, my bad. Like I thought, you know, something different of you. You're not the person who I thought you were, you know? So people can know. be very close minded. And right. you know, you said you moved here 15 years ago and this is something else you and I have in common. Where are you from? I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. From Boston, Massachusetts. What neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts? What like what's Dorchester? Dorchester. I grew up in Dor- Dorchester. Dor- Dorchester, and then I went to uh, junior high school in Rand- Randolph. So I I grew up. I say I grew up. I lived in Boston for I said I said Boston. I had this accident at Boston for <laughs> for two years when I was a kid. I probably was like seven eight years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we stayed in Dorchester. Right, right. Um, I think it was Seaver Street. Uh, Seaver yeah, Street, yeah, right yeah, around so, the way. Yeah, so so it's on Seaver Street. So we shared that in common as well, which mm-hmm. is pretty dope. Now I'm not a Bostonian, like. You are because you were, you know, you were born in this stuff. Right. But, you know, that's really dope. You and I have a lot of different connections in life in some of the same past, which is really dope. And like I said, I don't look at life as just, you know, by coincidence. Right. It's a reason. God a is reason. always, I think God puts me in places and, and introduced me to people for a reason. Yep. And you and I, like I said, you know, I think we've become very close over these past couple months right, right. in regards to our reason and our purpose. You have a very strong purpose and I feed off of your energy. And, you know, sometimes I've always, you know, give other people energy. I do feed off your energy because I see, dog, you're hustling, man. I'm, I'm hustling, you, man. You put in the effort into it. And right now, the lottery, I think the, the Mega Millions is $940 million. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you know, people want to become millionaires overnight. Right, 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 right. But in order to win that lottery, they, they're saying is you have to be in it to win it. You have to put the effort into it. You got to put your $2 in because you used to be a buck. You have to put your $2 in to win that. And you're, you're putting the effort in. So whatever your trajectory is that you're trying to get to, dog, you're going to get there. Yeah, because the effort is there. You're putting all the effort. In. I know God is looking down on you, like yo, he's, you know, in your in your in your aunt, yo, we got, he's gonna bless him little yeah. by little. So um, I've seen success. I know what it looks like, and so you know, I used to try, you know, I used to try to take a lot of shortcuts, but I've materialized a lot of things that I've uh, my goals. So when I came here to Buffalo, I had a vision. You know, yeah. I wanted to offer my talents and my gifts, and I pretty much, you know, um, I'm living my vision, but you know, different levels, different devils. It, True story. <laughs> so like I'm still, you know, so I'm still progressing. I'm still evolving. Um, you know, saying so like I'm st- I still got goals, you know, and, you know, I need help from, you know, solid people to make your vision. You just can't do it all by yourself. Collaboration is key. There's never been a millionaire or billionaire that did it by themselves. Yep. You need a team of like mindedness, hopefully that can help with your vision. And not everybody. And it was crazy, too, because I know you're similar to me. Not everybody always sees your vision. Yeah. And I used to get upset about it. I ain't going to lie. I used to get, you know, upset. But, you know, it's your vision. They can't see it. It's not supposed not, 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 I used to be the same way. And I thought about it this way. When you dream at night, nobody sees that dream. No one sees so it. So you can't, you can't expect them to see what you are dreaming. Or you may try to articulate it, but there's still that feeling that they can't feel. Right. Because you're attached to it. They're not. And I used to fall into that same issue as well. And I got, and I got myself out. I'm like, you know what? I can't expect people to understand my path because mm-hmm. a lot of times they again i may not understand their path but i'm to try to person just like you we try to look at other people in a different light okay i'm trying to look at two per- different perspectives about one situation yep where some people are just like oh it's only this way and it only can be this way yeah no, there's multiple ways to skin a cat yeah and there's multiple ways to do things in life and what you're doing right now i really commend it because you're doing it your way you have a legacy that you're you're, you're fulfilling and you're taking the time to do it the right way like you said earlier you may have sped up the process a little bit when you're, and we all do that, I, mm-hmm. same way. But when it's your turn, it's your turn. Right, right. You know, you can't take that away from you. Right. So, yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just, you know, I'm under, I'm a, right now I'm in a stage in my life where, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm scaling, 
you know what I'm saying, with business and music. Okay. Um, I'm going to be dropping a whole new album, Dope. new music. You know, a lot of stuff I've been putting out for the past year is like music that I didn't put out because I was, you know, so innate with, um, you know, help raising my daughter and then doing the music publishing. I've been doing a lot of music for music publishing where that was paying the bills, you know what I'm saying? So I got over 5,000 placements on TV and film. Dope. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah. That was a big, um, that was a big milestone for me getting, um, um, doing the theme song for that. And then I got placements like all over all types of, you know, like Bravo. Like, I mean, I got stuff on the Kardashian show, a ton of stuff on TV and film. That's what I'm talking about. You working, man. Yeah. Work, and again, that's very inspirational for somebody, especially here from Buffalo. Yeah. You're not from here, but you're a Buffalonian. This point. You're 15 yeah. years in. You, yep. You're a Buffalonian. Yeah, I consider myself a Buffalonian Yeah, you're now. Buffalonian. And that's inspiring for this town, especially in this climate because a lot of you know past nine months is a lot of bad things here to happen in buffalo yeah you know? I, 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 yeah you know i yeah <laughs> and, and, and all you can, like you said all you can do is just say yeah because yeah. it's like man it's like this town needs it's, it's a great town but it needs some inspiring these people like yourself mm -hmm. that showing the world okay we're we're big we're, we're, we're strong community we're gonna come together when we when times like this happen and that's what i love that's what that's why i love buffalo man because like once they once they rock with you and they trust you man they like you got you got them for life, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, I'm not saying some of my people from back home are like that, but, you know, I, I had, I reached a peak, you know, back home where, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes your dreams are so big that, like, people just can't handle it, you know what I'm saying? They don't even know how to deal with you because they, you know, they just don't know how to support. True. You know, um, because, you know, you're on that grind, right? So I did a lot of shows, you know, and, and, you know, I said, okay, I have to curate my own fan base. I just can't depend on my friends. Like, they would come when they could, though. Like, you know, but, you know, as you get older, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their family, own lives. You know, yeah, yeah, you know it. what I mean? Yep. So, you know, but, um, uh, you know, the camaraderie here, though, is, is really insane. And I really appreciate it. And people are like, oh, you like leaving Buffalo? I'm like, nah. Like, I built my business here. It's off the back of the, the, the collaborations I've had here in Buffalo, you know, and people are very loyal. Once they trust you and they believe you're generally here, True. they're loyal. And, I, and, that's, and I'm that way. So I, I love it here. You know what I'm saying? And it's a great networking town, hence to what you do as well. You know, once you, like you said, once people know you, they're loyal to you here in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. And they'll rock with you thick and thin. Mm -hmm. um, because they... Buffalo is one of those towns that everybody knows everybody. Like you talk about six degrees of separation in Buffalo is probably one or two degrees of separation. Yeah, if that, sure. um, everybody knows everybody. And that's one of the powerful things about this town is people, when they do want to come together, they come together very well. When they, again, mm -hmm. we have our issues just like everybody else. Yeah, everyone, I said, yeah, when yeah. you want to, you heard what I said, when yeah. you want to come together, they come, yeah. they come together. But it's, again, it's still a mindset of everybody has to come together. But when those times happens, and, and it's sad because it's almost like a funeral. It's tough because a lot of people that come out of the woodworks when, a few, when, when somebody dies. You see cousins and family that you've never seen before. And it, it shouldn't take somebody's death or some, it's just like right now, all the hardships we've had in Buffalo. It shouldn't take those things for us to come closer together. So, it's like, so it shouldn't take trauma for people to come together, want to raise money. Like it should be something that should be done all the time. Well, just you know, because it's a this right thing for the to do. for the cause, yes, like correct. whatever the cause is, doesn't shouldn't have to be a bad cause. Like they should come together for the good causes too, or get behind somebody who who's trying to better the culture. You know, so that and that's what I came here for, man. I, you know, I wanted to come to a city that wasn't saturated. I lived in L.A. I lived in New York City. I lived in Brooklyn before I came up here, okay. and I'm from Boston. You know, so and I traveled all through the United States, and so I wanted to come to a place where it wasn't as saturated. 
Um, I can offer my gifts and my talents and I can help people uh, expand and grow and give them a different mindset. There's quite a few people that left Buffalo that I've definitely connected them with places, other other places. And um, they start a whole new career there. And they're like, oh, man, I'm, I feel like I'm indebted to you. I'm like, nah, man, that's just like, just keep me in mind, man, when, you know, something arises. You and know it's funny because... I said the same thing to you. It's like, yo, I'm, you know, I was like, yo, I owe you one. He was like, and you said, the, and you said the exact same thing. You know, you know, just take care of me another. And that's the motto I go by too. Is favor for favor. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna help you out. You help me back out. You know, when I need your help, just hook me up as well. Right, so that's exactly. how, and that's how you grow. That's how you pinch what you network, do. Yeah. That's how you network. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what people do. Like I know you've been connected to some some big people here within the Buffalo area in, in hip hop. You know, I think yeah. with Ponzo, right? Yeah, Ponzo. That's my meal. So yeah. Ponzo's my man. Like you know, I met Ponzo at a uh, Kid Cole spot. And, um, he, you know, he, you know, he was just got out. I mean, he was in the streets for a while and he started his own business as well. Yeah. And, um, so I, we were like, kind of like-minded like that. I come from this, you know, like I come from the streets too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, I just, you know, I just tore, turned everything corporate and, um, you know, uh, we started to working together and I seen his hustle and his grind and I told him, I said, yo, you're going to make it. And he kind of looked at me crazy. Like, what? I'm like, you going to make it. And I was like, I see your grind, your grind like mine was when I first got into the music business. And then um, we just started doing music together. And then, you know, we became tighter and tighter. And then I started connecting them, slowly connecting them with other things and giving plugs. And, you know, we had him go to Boston, open up for Rick Ross. That was a huge milestone for oh, him. Huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I just started plugging him with certain things. Like what I, one thing about Ponzo, you give him a plug, he's going to the plug and he's doing it. Like, I don't, I don't got to put, force him to do anything. If it makes sense for him to do it, he's on it. And then you'll see, you see the progression. That's how Ponzo is. Like now he's acting, doing stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's my dude right there, man. I love Ponzo to death, man. And, and, and that's dope, man. Again, that's the kind of friendship and the kind of business minded people need to have. Exactly. Because that helps people grow. Again, you back somebody, they're backing you, y'all help grow each other. Because again, you're not gonna see everything their way all the time, they're not gonna see everything your way. Right. But when you have a that that synergy, yep. that energy coming together, y'all two like, you know what? And then you building something within that. Dog, you can't, yeah, you can't so beat that, man. Yeah, like, he took me on tour. Like, you know what I mean? He put, like, the he got the fire back inside of me because, like, you know, I was, I didn't go on tour. I haven't been on tour in, like, you know, almost 25 years. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, yo, Red, come on tour with me. And it's like, you know, and it was a grueling tour. <laughs> like, I was, we was on the road for two weeks. I was like, damn, I'm getting tired. So, like, he gave me that, and he gave me that, like, fire back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do, man. So, you know, love you, Ponzo. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. And. You know, my uncle, I know my uncle has, I know your aunt has a saying too, and I already, I wrote it down here, but my <laughs> uncle has a saying as well. And the funny thing about it is, is, you know, he used to always tell me, sometimes people, you know, you have to grind to finally get there. Mm-hmm. But once you get there, you got to even grind even harder yeah. to keep it. Like I said, different levels, different devils. To keep it. Yeah. Because sometimes we would just think, okay, I just, I'm, I'm here now. No, you got to, in order to stay there. Yeah, you got to sustain it. You got to sustain where you're at and then move up. Then move up. You have mm-hmm. to. And a lot of people don't have that mindset in not just music industry, just in general, not just life as, as a whole. Mm-hmm. You got to keep grinding and you're doing that, man. You are the epitome of that you are grinding, grinding, and grinding, yep. trying to keep going to that next level because you don't have a stop. You know, you just, you like to energize a buddy, dog. You yeah. keep going and going and going, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just grew up in a very extreme environment, man, for like to be successful. And it's like, it was a, uh, you know, I watched like so many people where I'm from become successful. Like, um, like one of my high school buddies is DJ Clinton Sparks. I don't know if you heard of him, no, but no. he's a world-renowned DJ. He worked with Akon. Like, he's produced a ton of stuff for, like, he discovered artists. Like, you look him up, you go, right, then yo, you'll be like, okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, I went to high school with Clayton. That's okay. what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, and his grind, like, I watched him grind. Like, he was 
DJing for two radio stations. Like he would DJ in Boston, then drive to Connecticut, and then then fly to Maryland to do like three awesome. mix shows. Um, you probably heard of his tag name, Get Familiar. Okay, yeah. I heard it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so that's that's, yeah, that's him. It. Okay, dope. Okay. So you know, um, like I've, I've been I've been around people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, all my life. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Uh, you know, uh, I came up on, on the underground scene with like terminology, crumb snatch, and all them. Um, I just been around so much success. I just knew what it, the grind was like. It was a grueling. Uh, it, was, it was grueling. A lot of doors try to be shut in my face, so I had to like learn how to backdoor and make and, and, and make relationships with other people so I can get into that door. You know, it's like if this dude shutting me down, I got all right. I'm gonna connect with you know. That's where my networking skills and came that's from. where it came from. Yeah, you hustle, you have to hustle like that, and that's really dope. So, what do you see yourself? I guess you know what do you what do you what's your next what's your next goal right now? What are you trying my, to do? My short term goal right now is getting this album. Okay. Um, what album and, is that? Um, it's gonna be it's called the Red Tape Volume Four. Okay. So the last installation, Volume Three, that was hosted by DJ Chubby Chubb. I don't know if you know who he is. I know Chubby Chubb. Yep. He's Fifty Cent's yep, DJ. Yep. So Chubb. Uh, Chubb used to um, DJ for me when I used to do the um, Howard Homecoming shows. Okay. So um, so he did that last one, but this one's gonna just be a, a, a album. Um, and I got, I got quite a few features for artists in Buffalo. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like put a lot of, you know, uh, independent artists in Buffalo dope, on, you know dope. what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm working on that. And then the clothing line, I'm going to really launch that. I've been, I, I got some pieces on like, um, some ship dropping platforms just to test out to see what people liked. Okay. But, um, I'm really going to push that because that's my, um, lifestyle brand. Got it. The stay, uh, stay grinding, ink, uh, stay grinding clothing. So. You know, I want that brand to be a staple in, um, uh, like, in my community and, and w- for what I stand for, my mission statement. Um, you know, for it doesn't matter how big or small you are or your goals or your dreams, as long as you stay on your grind to accomplish them, you're part of the stay grinding movement. Stay, that's what's up, you man. That's, that's a dope movement. So, so those those are my short term goals right there. So you know, I want to get at least get my album out. Uh, you know. Towards the uh, end of the f- first quarter. So in the first quarter, and how can people find you, man? Um, they can. All my social media is uh, Omega Red Superfan. That is, uh, so you spell Omega Red, but Superfan is spelled a little different. It's S U P A F A N. Okay. And then my website's just Omega Red Superfan dot com. So all my all my social media handles is Omega Red Superfan. Holl at me, I'll get right back at you. Yo, this is my boy right here. Show him some love, <laughs> Omega Red, my man, fifty grand. Yo, I really appreciate you being on the show today, no, it's man. Honor, man. Dog, this is yo. We've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We and guess what? This ain't gonna be our last joint. Nah, nah. I was just saying. We go. Like, we gonna have some other topics we are gonna talk about. Right. We are gonna really get busy, man. And I really appreciate you, dog. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro, man. We'll keep doing this. This is the Franklin Crocker Show. Remember, this is the show that helps you to hear music differently. Ooh, let's get it. This is a public service announcement. Everybody's always coming up to me like, yo, Franklin, I love the concept of your show. I love how you help people hear music differently. Why aren't you famous yet? Hmm, because you're not sharing my show. Please share my show. It's free. Hit the subscribe button. And every time we upload a new episode, bing, you'll get that notification. And we want to hear your feedback on future songs, topics, artists, because we realize something. Without you, we have no show. So we want to make sure that you're involved as much as you possibly can. Thank you for supporting the Franklin Crocker Show. Ooh.